Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. The rubber chicken says, <laughs> Wow, looks like Putin is pulling out the nuclear trump card when it comes to the Ukraine. Well, yes, siree, the nuclear war would be one way to get rid of a global pandemic, wouldn't it? But what do I know? I'm just a rubber chicken. Well, that's a hell of a road to go down, and we're not going down there today. Not completely, you fucking maniac. You've lost your mind. But let's say it's time that we get on with the Rantcast 82, nope, nope, 72, entitled Tucker Carlson, go tuck yourself. Oh, yes, siree. Isn't that cute? I rarely use puns or whatever that would be called, but they're just, I, I'm sick of it. He's, what, how are you allowed to go on Fox television in the midst of what is one of the most horrific things I've witnessed in quite a long time? Uh, in what's happening in the Ukraine and kind of de dis decide that you're going to defend uh, Putin. I mean, and then to have a number of Republicans, Hawley being one of them, uh, also defend it. I haven't got the time or the energy for this. This isn't in black and white, okay? This is in color. This is in full-blown color right in front of us. And all of our thoughts and prayers can be with them, but it's not going to help. It's not going to help at all. It's extraordinary. The only thing that's going to help is, is, I mean, is, you know, apparently is to get them the weapons they need. And uh, uh, I, I'm, I'm stunned by the whole the whole thing. It's and then to have this argument about what would have worked better. And um, he's nuts. We're dealing with a nut. OK. And then to have the the the, the former leaders start talking about the fact that how I don't it's this is all beyond my comprehension. I'm. Um, and it was very strange during the midst of this to be in, uh, in where the rants are coming from this week, uh, Napa Valley, Napa, uh, up here in, uh, California wine country, a place that I adore, uh, love to come to. I love wine, as you all well know, probably love it too much, probably wrong, probably unseemly, but, um, 
I had the opportunity to go to a really great vineyard, and um, I had a wine tasting there, and I would tell you the vineyard, but you'd all be jealous. And so I won't. I keep that a little secret. Some things have to be private, mm -hmm. especially when it comes to uh, my, uh, my little, you know, secret passions like <laughs> wine. And I have to say that I am not a, a good wine taster, all right? When you go to a wine tasting, this is a terrible way to do it, but you, you sniff it and you say, well, ooh, it's got shadows of a, of a pygmy hippo. Mm. And there's a, a, mm, a spoke of a bicycle wheel. Mm. Uh, glue. And then, uh, you know, and then there's a, a rush of chrysanthemum. So I don't do that, okay? M my nose has, uh, ooh, this smells good. Uh, I don't like the smell. So um, those are my two olfactory nerves. And then what you do is you actually, you taste the wine. You just put a, a little in your mouth. You, you, you swish it around. Um, and there are people who can actually taste it when they do that, and apparently I can't. Uh, I need to really get practically my entire beak and my mouth down right into it. And uh, so I taste it. Uh, I literally have to taste it, so I drink it. So my, my wine tasting is a wine drinking. So when I left the vineyard, I was a little in my cups. And, uh, and, and I hadn't really eaten. Never good, but uh, wine is really a grape, so it's a, in a sense it's a kind of eating. And I had a little cheese with it, and uh, uh, and then I was able to meet with uh, the folks at uh, a group who's, uh, who I really like called uh, Last Bottle and First Bottle. And went over there to see what they're up to, and uh, I've enjoyed uh, making some purchases from them. And uh, I wanted to see what was up and maybe uh, uh, you know, form a relationship with them whereby they could stock me with wine uh, permanently. But uh, uh, it was in there, I, I, I tried some more wines. And so uh, in the midst of what was happening in the Ukraine, I'm half trashed, okay? And you, there's really not much you can, um, not much, uh, you, you, I mean, you, you basically, you, you know, you're uh, escaping. And it was, a, and that's really what uh, Napa is about. It's a great escape um, because you really are. Uh, it, it takes alcohol to a different level. You don't really feel like you're an alcoholic because you're. There's a history to all of it. There's a history to the grapes, and there's a history to the vines, a history to the the the, the section in which it's grown. There's a, a history of the families, so you don't feel as bad. But. Uh, but in the back of your mind, you know that something horrible is happening out there. And uh, and then you look back out at the all of those vineyards and go, uh, fuck it. I mean, now what are you going to do? Um, we, You know, there isn't much we can do. Sadly enough, I'm not, uh, I'm not going to, you know, get up and go on over there. And uh, there's nothing I can, you know, what am I going to put on? Uh, I had a hard enough time wandering around during the USO and surviving as, a, as an entertainer, let alone as a soldier. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm really hoping that they can, uh, you know, fucking figure it out. You know, what, where was the UN? What the fuck? The UN comes up with this idea of this. And what, what should have happened, I think, still, in terms of what, what, you know, occurred in 1948 when it was formed, was as you fucking go there and you go, no, tough shit. This is a sovereign border. Kiss my ass. Fuck you. Um, and you're not coming in. But no, that's not the way it works. You go, no, 
you go, uh, naughty, naughty, bad, bad. And so uh, we'll see if these sanctions work, uh, and we'll, we'll move on. Uh, but meanwhile, it was uh, it's uh, interesting to note that uh, one of the things that I've found here in California is, is that they're... Uh, I don't know how this state survives. I mean, I'm no uh, genius when it comes to uh, uh, you know what a what a what a place needs in terms of water, but I don't see a lot. Uh, we are passing uh, places where there used to be rivers, and now it's just a dry bed, and uh, you know, um, and uh, places that used to have a, a lot of water, and you can see where the water sunk to, and. Um, uh, and then my uh, tour manager, uh, Ben Brewer, the, uh, who helps produce this, uh, Rancast, said that um, he, uh, he, the almond is, uh, you know, it takes a, a staggering amount of water uh, to, to get one almond uh, to grow. So that takes a ton of water. And, uh, and does the money that's coming in from that help? And if the money that's coming in from that, can you use that money? Uh, maybe the to come up with some uh, desalinization projects, you know. You could actually take the salt out of the water. This should have been done 40 years ago. And uh, I brought it up when I was uh, younger, but nobody listened to me. Nobody listened to me then, nobody listens to me now. And uh, and that's the way it goes. The other thing is, is that, uh, and I've not been able to track it because I was in Napa and, and that took up a lot of my, my time. That. <laughs> uh, would appear to be a, a, a financial case against um, the former leader in uh, New York uh, just seemed to fall apart this week, and I can't. And two of the uh, two of the, the attorneys left, and a new one came on and said they were dropping the case, and uh, I can't seem to figure out why, because they seem to be about ten seconds away from the shit hitting the fan. Um, I am wearing two watches. This watch keeps an eye on this watch. This watch keeps an eye on that watch, and I'm keeping an eye on you. And uh, uh, it's a, a pleasure as always. We had some really great uh, um, stuff coming out of Napa. Uh, bo both uh, in all of this, the, the much of what we've seen in the last uh, this run through California, which has been really terrific. Outside, well, we went to Reno first, which is California in its own special way, because there's a lot of Californians going in there, and people are not happy about that in Nevada for some reason. Um, and uh, they're looking for passports, I guess. Um, but they, uh, uh, this run, uh, there, were, there were not a lot of rants written uh, because apparently uh, for, when people are without water and have, a, and have uh, what appears to be a lot of pot and a lot of uh, wine, um, they don't, uh, they don't really have much to complain about. I mean, I think they start to, and then they just drift. And so we didn't get a lot, but what we did get was really some uh, really fine stuff, and I appreciate everything that we got. And the audiences have been terrific. And I want to uh, thank you all for, for watching, and uh, I want to, and I do hope that Tucker Carlson goes tuck himself, okay? Because that's what he should do this week. You take care of each other. It's a pleasure spending time with you, and uh, we'll see you again next week, okay? We're going to be, uh, this one is Napa. Next week is Lolita, uh, the Bear River Casino, and um, 
and then we're on our way to Redding, California. And I'll tell you right now, that's where we're on the road to. And I, I should have said this earlier. When you look at a map, uh, you know, California's like this. It's right at the end. And Redding's up here. And what we're doing is you dr actually drive straight up. You drive straight up like this. That's what we're doing. We are going straight up California. And Redding seems to be a very, well, we'll see. Um, if there isn't a Rancast from Redding next week, you'll know why. <laughs> they're, they're a little touchy up there, which is what I can gather from my, my reconnaissance missions. So take care. Uh, I'm going to get going now. I think I've gone on too long. Uh, and so, so thanks for obliging me with your time. See you soon. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. We're coming to you live tonight from uh, Napa, California, it, it, home of the Uptown Theater. That's where we're coming out of. And, uh, and we're... Uh, a lot of grapes that I like really reside here. <laughs> and I feel obligated to visit them and say hi as often as I can. Uh, it's, it really is great to be back because this is the first time we've been back in a long time. And um, uh, one of the things that should be noted is, is the first place that the rant is due was where we did it was here in Napa. It was USA Today, which uh, really rarely has, um, does anything in uh, black. Uh, this is Putin's war sets world on edge. Now that's a, that's a headline, isn't it? In case you didn't feel shitty, in case you weren't on edge, leave it to USA Today. Like you didn't feel shitty enough and then you gotta wake up and ah, ha, ha, ha. And then I love the fact that they also said the U.S. Embassy in the Ukraine uh, tells Americans not to travel to the country. Okay. <laughs> so, really, you've got to tell people, don't come here, there's a war going on. Who the fuck is going down to the, boy, you know, I, I got to get to the Ukraine this week. <laughs> Son of a bitch, there's a sale there. So um, I'm going to get to these because we've got a number of them. She's in the audience. Or did Tristan uh, 
brochures. I'm sorry if I pronounced. The names I'm getting from people are, I don't know if they're getting, I mean, I, I'm finding them harder to, to, to fucking, I, I don't know, I'm, I feel badly because I'm probably pronouncing them wrong, but, um, but Tristan says fucking math teachers. Like why? I've had two math teachers this year, and one just got up and left for good, and another got fired because he shoved a kid. Like, holy shit, math teachers. I think a lot of you missed what a splendid poem that is. My math teacher fucked me out of being the valedictorian, so I totally agree with this. Completely fucked me. I came in third. Nobody gives a shit about third. <laughs> Vernon Pride, fucknut leader Steve Bannon and the mercenary Eric Prince said today that people in Russia know which bathroom to use. Claimed there were only two genders in Russia and they don't have boys swimming in girls' college swim meets. Wow. Wow, that's enough. I may lie down. <laughs> they act as if Russia is the white ethno state of their dreams. They love the fact that there are no elections and no democracies. Is this caricature of Russia what they want for us? Lewis, what the fuck can be done with these pea-brain shit stains? <laughs> Any suggestions? Can you even have a conversation with them? Or we just file them away as lost causes? I, I don't know how it's tolerated. That kind of, um, you know, oh boy, these Russians, like Tucker Carlson, who can, I mean, I don't know how you kind of come on I don't know how you do it. I don't know how that's tolerated. I don't know how Fox tolerates it. It's, you know, the defense of Russia. I, 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 I've never, it's, it's beyond my comprehension. It's just not something, there are things that have occurred over the last few years that I've said, this couldn't possibly, this can't be happening. Fucking A, I'm not even on drugs. <laughs> it's really ridiculous. What's he got to do? I mean, seriously. Republicans going, well, you know, I think that maybe what? You think fucking what? What the fuck is up with this Putin-loving bullshit from all the right-wing yahoos in the USA? Really, you are supporting a fucking dictator. You have become the commie assholes. That's from Sarah Brooks. Russ Barker, continuing, Putin is an autocratic fuck. I wish he'd take a stinger missile up the ass. <laughs> These are the kind of things that I feel people need to get off their chest. And it's why I do this show. This one is nice. This is, I like when people warn me about where I'm going. This is from Randy Richardson. Came in three days ago. I'm writing this to you, Lewis, as a friend. You need to know that the person who's booking you for your Northern California tour wants you dead. I don't know why, maybe they hope to get the insurance money, but the evidence is undeniable. <laughs> Consider the places you're playing. First stop, Turlock. <laughs> which, which I repeat again, because I, and I can't repeat it enough, that no one I spoke to, no one in California, no friends of mine, not even Rand McNally, no one, no one knows Turlock exists. <laughs> Your booker wanted you to take one look at Turlock, fall into a bottomless pit of despair at how your career had brought you to such a sorry place and decide no one would miss you if you ended it all then and there. 
If that didn't work, the next stop is Napa, where your arch fiend of a booker hopes you will drink yourself to death. Which would be a very Lewis way to go, but it might not work. After all, you've been to Napa before and survived. Yes, I have. Admittedly, not immediately after spending a few hours in Turlock, so you might make it out of Napa again with no more serious damage than history's worst hangover. In that case, your booker has more tricks up his or her. Maybe Kathleen is the evil mastermind. Because then, head pounding, you're off to, and this is tomorrow, Lolita, heart of California's Green Triangle, a, known as the weed capital of the United States. I didn't know this. Oh, well, because I'm playing a casino there, that's got to be something. Wow, wow. Who the fuck gets stoned and goes to a casino? I just can't imagine. I, I'd liquored up, boy, yeah, but stoned, it's like, oh, well, there's too many bells. Um, okay, you can't kill yourself on weed, but you could get so stoned that you'd wander off into the hinterlands of Humboldt County, which is basically nothing but hinterlands and never be heard from again. Or maybe your booker just wanted to lull you into a weed-induced false sense of peace and serenity before sending you to your final stop. Redding. Yeah. Yeah, good. Good for you. I'm glad to hear that sound. Don't get me wrong. Redding is a beautiful location, and on a clear day, you can see Mount Shasta and Mount Lassen and the Coast Range. Magnificent. The problem is that there are people living there, and they are beyond insane. <laughs> Have you ever wondered what happens to the wingnuts who get kicked out of QAnon because they are too bad shit for the Pizzagate? <laughs> JFK Jr. gang? I can tell you, they end up in Redding. And they all have guns. Just Google Reading militias and you'll get a flavor of what's going on there. At least your booker didn't send you to Oroville. I didn't even know that I'd never heard of. Probably the malevolent monster felt it wasn't necessary since you'd never make it out of Reading alive. Please reconsider before it's too late. Turlock needs you. Thank you, Randy. This, I'm going to end with this because it's just simple, to the point, tells a story, and uh, is not something that freaks you the fuck out. Um, this is from Jennifer Gaeta. Um, I saw you live in Santa Cruz in 2006 or 2007, so I think she's, that she's in Santa Cruz. And anyways, have you noticed the abundance of fucking human penguins walking around? I want to know when it became acceptable for men to show the world their fucking underwear. I mean, for fuck's sakes, belts were meant to hold up your pants, not to belt them below your ass, so you have to waddle like a fucking duck. How do these fuckers even run? I'm 42, by the way. In my day, respectable men wore their pants belted at the waist. That way you could see if they had an ass or suffered from the no-ass-at-all syndrome that plagued so many men. In the present, we see a variety of jockey shorts, Joe Boxers, and Hanes in abundance. It fucking blows my mind. The best part is, guys my age are doing it in a sorry attempt to woo younger women. For fuckity fuck's sake, pull up your damn pants. No woman ever wants to see the shit stains you leave when you fart. 
or the fact that you never learned to wipe your ass properly. I have a two-year-old son, and I would firmly beat his ass if he ever tried to leave the house with his underwear hanging out. Can you imagine a group of bare, boxer-shirt-ass boys attempting to run up the street with a waddle that mimics a fucking duck? I want to invent a device that allows my generation of women to grab the pants of these penguins like humans and yank their pants firmly up their ass. Their parents must be so embarrassed. To me, they're a bunch of stupid wannabe cool cunts. I love when a woman uses that word. <laughs> With a genuine penguin waddle problem. Maybe if women started making duck sounds when these little ass bitches walked by. They would fucking pull up their pants. Don't even get me started about the fact that no one bends the bills of their baseball caps anymore. Those idiots look like they have a fucking flatboard stuck to their head. The bill of a baseball cap was meant to be bent to fucking shade your face. Also, take the fucking tags off your clothes and hats. No one cares that your oversight penguin pa pants and hat cost a combination of 80 bucks. I mean, absolutely fucking no one. Here's to hoping the future generations pull up their pants and bend their baseball cap bills like they were meant to. <laughs> Jennifer Gallego. Thank you, Jennifer. Thanks to everybody who wrote in. If you live in Lolita, send in your bunch tomorrow. If you're in Reading, please send in yours, your rants. And I want to thank everybody for Napa coming out tonight. It's been a pleasure spending time with you. Take care of each other. Good night. Thanks to all of you for listening to my Rantcast. If you have a rant you want to get off your chest, send it in to me at lewisblack.com forward slash live. You can think of it as therapy or whatever you want to think of it as. Just let it rip. And I want to thank the true stars of our show, the ranters and the splendid rants they gave us. Lewis Black's Rantcast was created and hosted by me, <laughs> Lewis Black. It is produced by James Salkine. Our theme song by Chris Lane. Executive producer, Ben Brewer. Executive producers, Matt Kleinschmidt and Robert Kelly for the Laugh Button Podcast. And most of all, thank you, all of you who ranted so well on this show. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. 
That's A-N-G-I dot com.